2: You're listening to How do you hustle and today we have Ella who is from ECBC Art on the line with us. How are you today Ella? I'm good. How are you? It's my first day out of lockdown so i definitely oh God, happy with my new found <laughs> freedom. You are an artist and you've chosen the name EC. Where did that come from? and can you tell me a little bit about the thought process behind how it came to be?
1: Yeah, so it's actually kind of funny. My So when around the time that I started to do this style of art um, a few years ago now, my my best friends were all living around like the inner west of Sydney. So around like Newtown, Erskineville, all that sort of area. And then um, I was always living in the eastern suburbs, either like in Tamar or like Bondi. And my best friend told me, she kind of admitted one day, she's like, just so you know, like, we've all been calling you the beast from the East. And I was like, that actually kind of works. So I just sort of like tweaked it a little bit and went for Easty Beasty. And um, it's just kind of, it's just kind of fun. Like, it's nice to have this little ego, this little alter ego to kind of sit under, I guess, and play, like, ultimately, like, it's all just, It all just was a bit of fun and it's a bit of self-expression and Beastie is a bit of me. I'm like a little bit of a beast. Just It seemed like a really nice way to house my personality and like two, two sides of my personality that have kind of always felt in conflict with each other. Like the kind of cheeky, a bit weird, beastie side. And then the bit more emotional, poignant, yeah, heavy side, I guess.
2: Okay so for context listeners who maybe aren't from Sydney what are the
1: eastern suburbs like? Eastern suburbs is like so it's all the beach suburbs basically so you've got kind of like like Bondi, Bronte, Tama, Clovelly, Coogee.
2: Yeah okay. Yeah
1: it's all so it's a bit it's a bit more like obviously a bit more surfy it's pretty chill it's a very like like I live in Bondi now and it's like it's so easy to take the piss out of Bondi because everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. you can get up before get up before sunrise thinking you're like the first, first off the mark, and you'll go down to the beach and there'll be like a hundred people down there already doing their little fitness activities. Like it's a pretty fun, active, yeah, it's a it's a cool little area. The, like in Newtown and Marrickville and more Erskineville, all of those areas are maybe a little bit more trendy, I guess, but yeah Bondi has the beach and the walks and the waves so I'd, take
2: that, I'd take that any yeah, day I'd take
1: that yeah and it's
2: it's a bit like in Melbourne I live in the south side and that's right what are your St Kilda um Elwood Paran and there it's exactly the same I suppose Elwood and Brighton and Paran are quite fancy and all the Fitzroy north side people always pay me out so I can completely relate to that <laughs>
1: But I'd want to live near the beach any day. Yeah, it sounds exactly the same. It's yeah. pretty, yeah, like I'll cop that. I'll cop being maybe slightly more lame if it means to get to live by the water. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking excellent.
2: <laughs> so obviously then your art, I can sort of see that side of you maybe that does like the beach and um, that sort of lifestyle from your pieces obviously there's a lot of surfboards and waves and that blue white theme that you see a lot Mm. is would you say that you take a little bit of inspiration from where you live and and maybe the ocean
1: my inspiration absolutely comes from the water like everything everything for me seems to be pretty centered around water and the ocean and like the emotion that kind of is attached to that and a lot of it comes, a lot of my inspiration comes from like the natural world and kind of like the mysticism of the natural world and like kind of the occultness and the strangeness. But then at the same time, like my inspiration also comes from like my friends, like my friends will say something dumb or something funny and I'll kind of be like, oh, that, that could be like an easty drawing, like that that sounds about right. So it's very, yeah, it's like these two like kind of opposing sides again of like, seriousness and then like silliness but yeah a lot of it a lot of it does come from water and the ocean and the waves
2: yeah I see that definitely coming through and yeah there's definitely a cheekiness as well and I've noticed a lot of sort of I suppose human themes in some Mm. of your pieces as well so I guess that brings me to my next question so What's your creative process and how do you kind of um, make sure, because obviously this show, How Do You Hustle, it's all about people hustling and kind Mm. of getting to, I guess, those careers, career paths that are a bit off the beaten track. So what kind of keeps you motivated and keeps you um, inspired to keep going, like doing your project?
1: Well, to be totally honest and totally fair, I'm not always inspired and I'm not always motivated. Like sometimes I'll get up and I'll just be like, fuck this. But it's just, it's all, it's all part of like the ups and downs. Like it is being an artist I've discovered, well being a professional artist I've discovered is a huge roller coaster. Like you really have to ride the highs and lows and just go with it and just trust it's all going to work out in the end. But I guess a lot of what keeps me inspired and motivated is is just being able to do this thing that was my dream job as a kid and the privilege that comes with that. I'm like, I can't let that go. I can't I can't just give up and just suddenly not do this anymore. Like, this is what I've wanted to do my entire life. So like, I've got to keep going and I've got to like, ultimately when you reach points where you're kind of like, oh, maybe I'm not so inspired with my art at the moment. Maybe it's not really doing it for me. It's a lot of it is just, as with anything is just showing up and and just sticking through it and like working through like the shitty bits because then on the other side of that there's this huge wave of like pleasure and happiness that comes from being able to express myself through this art that a lot of people seem to really like and being able to connect with those people which is like another huge motivation it's like when you really think about it you're like holy fuck like people like my art and people get joy from my art and that's something really special that I feel very honoured to be able to do so remembering that keeps me going a lot on the days when I maybe don't feel like doing it so much.
2: (laughs) Definitely and I suppose you said it's been your dream always but do you remember the day that you kind of actually took the plunge? I'm sure it wasn't a day I'm sure and I know (laughs) personally, that you were probably drawing and doing your art for the longest time. But do you remember the day that you kind of took it to the level that where you were like, I'm going to start doing this and it's, it's going to actually be a career?
1: Yeah. Art has always been my dream since I was a little kid and like I've always done some form of art, but my art has changed very drastically through my life. And I've also wanted to do other things Like doing during my life, like I've wanted to be a fashion journalist. I've wanted to be an actor. Uh, I've wanted I wanted to be a jockey. That's when I was younger. (laughs) But for I went with this art and with this style. It was probably sometime around. Let's see what year is it. It It's probably like two thousand and eighteen when I started uploading this. What I was like style I'm doing now. I started uploading it to Instagram, and I remember just being so pleasantly surprised about the reaction I was getting and like my friends being so supportive and into it. And I I was working um, as a photo shoot producer at the time, um, which is when it was like a very fun job, but also a very hard job and a very hard job when you're not, when it's not your dream, it grates on you a bit. And uh, I remember sort of like throughout the year that I was working in that role, I remember it was like kind of like a building feeling of like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. Like life's too short. Life is too short to do something that you are not 100% passionate about and doesn't like motivate you every day. And life's not even that, like not even life's just too short. Life's too special
2: mm. to not
1: do that, to not follow your dream. And like, whatever your dream is, like if your dream is just having a really simple cozy life. Great. But if like, whatever it is, you've just got to go for it. you got to take that risk. And I remember, I remember I sort of had said to myself, I was like, okay, at the end of this year, I'm going to quit this job and I'm just going to take a little bit of time off and see what happens. And I do remember the morning, like something had gone wrong at work and it was just a, one of those classic things that was just out of your control, but just, the classic photo shoot bullshit and the fires you had to put out and something happened. And I just, I was like, Oh, today's the day. I've got to do it. So I pulled my boss aside and I was like, my boss is like fantastic and knew exactly what I was talking about. The second I asked her for five minutes of a time, she was like, Oh, you're going to resign. Aren't you? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I've got to, I've got to call it on this. Like, I've got to give this thing a chance. And then it was around the time when I quit my job. there's was like, a few months later, oh no, it was before COVID. Because six months later, COVID happened, and I was like, "Oh, cool, okay, <laughs> so I'm unemployed during a pandemic. That's sweet. It's <laughs> fine."
2: It must have been scary though to kind of take that leap and to think, you know, I have to make this work. Like this is my job now. Like, did you notice yeah. the difference between when it was just a bit of fun to when it became your your job?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I routinely have little moments—I guess is the only way to describe them—just fucking moments of like, oh my fucking god, I need to somehow make this work for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, what happens if if I suddenly suck, or what happens if like people suddenly start to like like something else better? And it is—you're just kind of like, oh shit, like just gotta do my best, I guess, and just hope, hope that I can make this last for the rest of my life but it's um yeah it is scary but it's it's just part of it you just because then on the flip side of that you have moments where you're like i'm a fucking artistic genius nothing will ever stop me (laughs) like you just gotta go with it
2: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time Yeah, I think it's like that with anything creative you can kind of go down that path of you know being too critical or being trying to be too perfect but that's sometimes yeah. where it falls over you you kind of have to just exactly like you said let it flow and try not to you know give in to some of those thoughts yeah either.
1: just don't get hung up on it just let it let the feeling pass <laughs>
2: Yeah. So what's what has been the highlight, I guess, to date? Like, I don't know if if you want to say there was someone you didn't expect who might have um, um, contacted you or reached out, or um, has yeah. there been anything, any of those sort of mind blowing moments that you just never expected?
1: There have been a couple. There's actually two, which unfortunately I can't name at the moment because it's not finalized yet. But I'm working with two different brands right now that, when they reached out to me, I was just like. Holy fuck! Like I've done it. Like that's. It felt like when when I got contacted by those brands, it was almost like like this is acceptance into the art world. Like congratulations, you're part of it. Like here you go. And so they're they're not finalized yet. So unfortunately, I can't name who they are. There's also definitely been times when, I guess for example, like someone has started following me on Instagram that I really respect, and I'm like, oh shit, they know about me. Like that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, there are like it I know like you shouldn't measure success and like who's following you on Instagram, but there there definitely have been moments like that where I'm like, wow, that's cool. Like I really respect that person and they clearly like what I do. So that's incredibly encouraging and motivating. It just confirms what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's confirmation. It's like oh yeah. shit, like, okay, I must be doing something right, I guess.
2: Definitely. And I guess that's a that's a point as well, like you do have quite a big following I think on Instagram and so have you noticed a difference in I guess because ha- these days really everything centers around social media everything centers around mm. Instagram but have you found that that has been a really powerful tool for you and and have you noticed the difference since you you did sort of hit, hit say the 10k mark or something like that um do you think that it makes a difference
1: yeah it's Yeah it absolutely does like yeah I'm actually like a little bit I'm a borderline a little bit resentful of how much I rely on Instagram like I would love and that's kind of been like one of my goals this year is to kind of like spread out how people are finding me um, to make sure that it's not all just coming through Instagram but it definitely like that is primarily what I use for my business and that's primarily how people find me and I have it is different when you get to that mark where you know what I actually have noticed I've noticed that like once you hit like those get to those larger numbers of followers um people start commenting commenting on your work but not talking to you like you kind (laughs) of like I think you must get to the point where people think like you're big enough where like oh I don't need to talk to them like I just want to like tag my friend and like make a funny comment or something like that And, and like people would be like there was this one time which was really cute where these two, this boy and this girl were like flirting in the comments on one of my artworks. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, go for it. I love that. It is, yeah. You, I have noticed the difference and like people, people like, well, uh, yeah, like you do get more inquiries and like more sales, but yeah, it's it's Instagram has been incredibly helpful, but I do want to make sure that like um, people are finding me elsewhere too.
2: Yeah. I'm obviously not an artist and It's something I see quite regularly with photographers, artists on social media is other people sharing their work and not crediting. Is this Mm. something that you have come across and can you kind of, I guess, share what you think about it? Because I'm I'm noticing it more and more and it's obviously not right. And Mm. I just wonder how it makes you feel from an actual artist perspective.
1: Yeah, it's annoying. It's really annoying. Because it's, um, yeah, it just should be, I, I think the thing, people kind of go about the internet with this weird kind of preconception that if it's on the internet, it's free type thing. Mm. And it's it's not like, it doesn't matter like how you've come about it, how you found it. Like if you share something, you should always credit at least where you found it, basically. Like shared, like this beautiful artwork. I don't know who the artist is, but like I got it from this page type thing. Mm. Um, yeah I've I've, it's happened like a few times where like people have used my work for something and like not credited me or like not not asked permission basically yeah it's a it's a tough one because people think it's a bit of a victimless crime but it's it's not it's you need to yeah you just need to show respect from where you found something and if you can credit the original source but definitely um, also yeah there's there's not there's not a whole lot you can do about it like Mm. you can ask but like that that is unfortunately part of the risk of putting your work out there and being involved in these like big you know platforms like there you are at risk of that happening unfortunately which is really frustrating
2: yeah and I guess you know in a perfect world anytime your print gets used you get paid but it's just mm. not the way that people do it online, is it? And it's totally. I can see it. It's it's going to become an issue more and more, I think, as social media continues to you know amplify. Totally. But I don't know what the solution is.
1: <laughs> oh, and it's going to be it's it's also going to be a real challenge for governing bodies to work out like IP laws and things like that, because you know Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, all of those platforms. They span countries, so it's going to be we're kind of in this hangover period, I feel, of us getting this new, relatively new thing, social media. And now everyone's trying to work out how to regulate it, basically. So, yeah, it is a bit of a, it's a bit like the fucking Wild West at the moment. It's a bit of a free for all, but I'm, I'm hoping that as people learn, you know, because the more information is out there, the more people are going to learn. I, I hope that people's attitude will just eventually change. And be like, oh, no, like you should always like credit someone when you find their stuff. But maybe that's being a bit optimistic.
2: Yeah, I think it's slowly changing, but
1: yeah, like that, the Wild West, it's so true. It is. It's the Wild <laughs> West, crazy, anything can happen.
2: What advice would you give to someone who's wanting to start out, whether that be in the art world or another creative project, um, what, what advice would you give if you could go back to that day when you kind of first started ECBC?
1: I don't know, because I still feel like I'm very much in the beginning stages as well. Like in the scheme of things, I'm still starting out, for lack of a better word. Like I'm still figuring it out. There's still a lot of uncharted territory in front of me for me. But I guess like it's, it's all just part of it. Like if you really feel like you want to do this and give it a crack, just give it a go like just start the best thing you can do is start do your research do your homework figure it out make a bit of a plan accept that you're not going to know a lot <laughs> but be willing and open to learn and just go and go into it with like with honesty and realistic with, and with a realistic attitude but also just back yourself like give yourself the chance you'd be surprised what you can do when you yeah when you bet on yourself
2: have you had any friends who didn't know it was you and then
1: yeah (laughs) yeah I have that's happened a few times actually someone's been like holy shit I've been following this account Eastie and then I just realized it was you like friends from high school and I've had a couple friends who've like bought a print Mm -hmm. and I've been like oh my god you should have told me you were gonna buy like an artwork and they're like wait (laughs) (laughs) I love that funny it's it's really it's lovely when that happens because then it's just it's just nice and you know that like they're not just buying it because they're your friend like they actually really like it
2: and it's almost kind of cool the the mystery around it
1: <laughs> yeah the I've been trying to keep a little bit of a wall a bit of privacy yeah just to make just for self-preservation purposes so that yeah it does happen that people are like oh I had no idea <laughs> it's like it's me <laughs>
2: So I'm noticed you have as well some other products that aren't just art and prints. Yeah. Um, so you've got, you've kind of transitioned into some, I guess, sculptures and um, clothing. What's the idea behind that and where do you kind of see that going?
1: I think it's always just been about um, trying to develop what I do and to like push my style and push my art. So the, that- The sculptures was really just because I just, I felt like I wanted to do something a little bit more, something a bit more solid and something that I could really have a bit of fun with. And then I just got the idea. I was like, ashtrays, like everyone, everyone uses ashtrays. Like maybe (laughs) if they're like, they're smoking like a cigarette or like a, like a dude, whatever. And then I think I also just wanted to kind of like take the piss a little bit with it as well um, and do something because everyone's doing ceramics like pottery has gotten huge. And I was like, what if I make one out of really random like find in your garage materials that looks kind of shit, but that's part of its charm. So then I did like this little art vase that was like, this art is a vase and should be treated as thus. But then like, you could also switch it around and be like, this vase is art and should be treated as thus. So that was like quite a bit of fun. So I'm like, I'm really enjoying exploring that more. Um, and then the t-shirts was because everyone was asking me to do (laughs) t-shirts. Like it took me a really, really long time to actually get to it. Cause it was very, uh, it was all just about like figuring it out and figuring out how does one manufacture a t-shirt? How many do you make? How do you do it? So it's environmentally conscious. Yes. And I, yeah, I I resisted. I actually resisted doing t-shirts for a really long time as well, because I, one, I really didn't want the art to become too merchandised, if that made sense, Mm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And i also, like, there are so many people doing, like, like, there are so many small surfy brands now doing something very similar to what I would produce if I were to make T-shirts. And I'm like, do we need another, like, do we need more garments? Like, do we really need to be producing more? So... I kind of compromised in the end and I was like I'm just going to do a really limited run and once they sell out I might do like one more restock but then that's it and I'll just stop and I'll do it so it's like a once a year thing rather than like this ongoing like more like more t-shirts in stock like new designs blah 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 so I've tried to keep it very contained if that makes sense so it doesn't take over the art itself.
2: If people want to find your art or your social media, where can they go?
1: So you can find my Instagram. My, tab, my handle is at who is Easty, um, And then my website is www.eastiebeastie.com. Well, thank you
2: so much for joining us today, Ella. And it's been such a pleasure to talk to you.
1: Absolutely.